Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur, where we talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. My name is Jack Stone. I'm here with Ryan Chavez. We have a special guest. What is going on, Ryan? Hello. Welcome back. Thanks, Jack. And I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast, where just like Jack said, we talk about all medical things, cannabis, and make sure that you rate, subscribe, share this with your friends. Also, check us out on our new app, Relevant, where you can interact with other podcast listeners and Jack and I on a regular basis. Uh, We're going to start doing that, which is very, very cool. Um, But today we are going to be talking about a topic that uh, we've talked about a few times on here because it is hot and it seems to be getting hotter and there's more news around it. Um, And that is Delta 8. And so we want to talk about Delta 8, the differences between Delta 8, Delta 9. Um, And we want to make sure that we are bringing you guys uh, good information, always the best information that we can. If this is your first time listening to our show, we are the Cannabis Connoisseurs. We're bringing you all the best stuff we can about how to use cannabis to make your live your life in the most optimal manner. And so that's why today we have Chip Walker back, a very trusty and familiar face (laughs) from Columbia Care, New York City, uh, to walk us through the differences between Delta 8, Delta 9, and and a lot of those basic questions that a lot of us have uh, about that cannabinoid. So, Chip, thank you again, as always, for joining the Cannabis Connoisseur. Welcome back. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Jack and Ryan, for having me back. Uh, really excited. This is a great topic to talk about. And like you said, it's it's super hot right now. So I'm, I'm really excited to uh, – I didn't really know much about it, to be honest with you. So <laughs> it was a lot of fun to kind of dig into it a little bit and, and – read up on it and, and find some, I uh, found some pretty good uh, studies that have kind of looked at it and things like that. And, and it's been a lot of fun kind of reading about it. So I'm glad you guys asked me to, to talk about this topic because I got to learn something too. So it was yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, yeah, everybody's learning, I think, right yeah. now. Everybody always is learning with cannabis. That's like the best part of it. It's like we don't know everything, right? And we're just know, yeah. scraping the surface all the time. Um, right. And constant change and constant new information and, and yeah. uh, uh, you know, even things that we might talk about today, maybe a year from now, we might know something different just because it's constantly changing, yeah. which is great. So makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And so just, just to kind of get into it, Chip, uh, you know, just in your perspective, you know, what is the, just generally, you know, the big deal with Delta 8 and, and you know, the different, just the, what, what's the deal with Delta 8 from your perspective? What are you thinking? Just generally. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's pretty exciting. It's uh, a, definitely a new cannabinoid that has kind of come out. Uh, and I think it's great because it comes from hemp. So uh, a lot of people, you know, obviously, uh, you guys, I listened to both your, your previous kind of podcasts, and you, you guys talked a lot about the farm bill, which, which is exactly correct. So um, the, the farm bill opened up legalization for hemp farming, um, and uh, people started growing it like crazy. And I think um, uh, I think hit COVID was uh, a, a tough situation for a lot of people, um, uh, kind of across the country, and, and there are a lot of farmers that were expecting hemp to really take off a little bit more than it kind of did, even in 2019 and things like that. So ended up with a lot of extra hemp and hemp flour that was kind of kind of around. Um, and so Delta Eight is actually uh, uh, it is an intoxicating cannabinoid, so it, it can give you that intoxicating effect just like Delta Nine does. Um, and you don't necessarily yep. need a medical card for it because it's coming from from hemp. Um, it's not quite as potent, not quite as strong than than Delta Nine, um, but it is. Uh, uh, you know, I think we might touch on this a little bit later. But it's 
technically, I think, illegal, but uh, I feel like it's a little bit of a loophole that um, uh, people have been able to, to find and use and be able to kind of uh, uh, market it and sell it and kind of get it out on the shelves and get it to people. Now, um, so it's very similar to, to Delta 9, uh, Delta 9 THC, um, um, yeah, but it, it is coming from, from, from the hemp. Mm. So that's the difference um, then. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, I think there's some when you break it down by like a like a chemical level. So, um, you know, the the naming system it comes from the the kind of chemical composition of the cannabinoid. Um, so, delta eight and delta nine uh, basically means that there's a double bond in the uh, benzene ring of the uh, cannabinoid. Wow. So, um, uh, that's a, a kind of a six figure ring um, and uh, like carbon kind of bond or mm-hmm. carbon ring that's in the in the um, compound uh, and uh, delta eight uh, means that it's on the eighth carbon and delta nine means it's on the ninth carbon so it, it's very very similar uh, chemically um, but those differences uh, in where that is located can have a very significant uh, change in how the compound interacts in your body so how it's interacting with your receptor sites your uh, you know, CB1 receptors or CB2 receptors mm-hmm. and uh, even some of the trip B1 receptors that are uh, kind of another one that um, that CB, CBD really kind of interacts with uh, in your system. Um, so that can, even though it's, uh, if you look at the chemical structure, it's very, mm-hmm. very similar, but uh, really had some significant kind of differences in how you feel from it and how the product kind of goes or how the compound kind of goes through your, mm-hmm. your body. It's literally just one branch difference is all you're saying. So it's the same right. structure, but it's just one chain over is all it is. Exactly. Yep. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. 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 So, um, and, uh, when you talk on, or when you look at the kind of biochemistry of how your body uh, processes those things, those chemical bonds, um, mean that, uh, it could, uh, interact with that receptor a little bit tighter, uh, or a little bit, uh, uh, Loser mm. for for kind of lack mm. of so uh, you can you can there's um uh and I don't want to get too complicated here I guess but uh, <laughs> you have what's called like a binding pocket so your receptors have yeah. a certain pocket uh, and yeah. um, think of it like, uh, a, like a lock so, and key yes exactly yeah yeah so if you fit into if you fit the you know if you you can get sometimes the key inside the lock uh, but sometimes it doesn't turn. So you're still making that connection, uh, but uh, to have mm. a, a better fit, it's going to get in there and turn the key. Um, so uh, you know uh, you still you can still have a reaction from that. So um, uh, yeah, I like to compare it to like a glove. So if your glove fits really well, you can still get your hand you get your hand mm-hmm. in it fits well. You have great function. Uh, but if it's a little too small or a little too big, you can get your hand in there. It works, um, but it might not be as comfortable. You might not have the same kind of effects. Uh, I I love that analogy because Delta eight is like the little brother of Delta nine, like mm-hmm. as far as like effects go, in my opinion. And that just like, that's like, I think that's a really great analogy actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah like, the glove is like cool, but it's not as good. Right. Like if you have a really right. nice fitting glove, you can really make that snowball and chuck it across the, like the yard or whatever. Yeah. Whereas you can't do that with like, a really loose fitting glove. I'm thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. So, you know, if you get a small glove, you can get, Get your fingers in there a little bit, but and they could move, but you're not, you don't have the same kind of dexterity. Yeah. So, a lot like that. So, that's a good point. Yeah, I like that. There we go. There's some science for you. Yeah, melted yeah. down, boiled down. 
Jack, good question. Anything else? Yeah. So, it, so with the you were saying that Delta Eight uh, comes from hemp. Delta Nine comes from hemp too, right? Or yeah. So yeah. So the hemp. Uh, the hemp flower still produces all, all of those cannabinoids too. So you'll you'll have some delta nine in there, which um, to be classified as hemp, it has to be below zero point three percent. And so delta eight is going to be produced in there too. Uh, it's going to be less than one percent of the total cannabinoid content that's in there. So still very minor. Um, but over time, delta eight or sorry, delta nine will kind of uh, degrade or kind of convert over to Delta eight. So, um, if you have some oil that's been sitting, that's been extracted from mm-hmm. the flower and it's been sitting around for a little while, uh, it'll start to kind of just naturally chemically, chemically convert over to Delta eight. Um, and, uh, it, it actually is a little more stable. So chemically uh-huh. that is a little, so that will increase your kind of shelf life of that THC molecule because, um, it, it, it has it. It stays together in that in that form a little bit better. Got it. Delta eight, you said does. Delta eight, yeah. So delta eight is a little mm. more chemically stable mm. than delta nine. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. So, if you, so it may if have you a longer have, shelf life because of that. Is right. That you're yeah. saying it could exactly right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the so the shelf life of of that kind of if you want to just say THC in general, right? Because uh, we don't signify between the two. Um, it's going to increase the shelf life because that conversion to delta eight is a little bit more chemically stable. So then you yeah. can have chemical con- or you'll have degradation over time too to like CBN. Um, uh, so it, it maybe it's a little in a bit of an intermediary there. Um, I'm not I'm not sure about the exact kind of time length there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know the, those chemicals are changing all the time because especially if it's out and it's exposed to oxygen or water, all of these things have, have a chemical composition to them that will affect those bonds. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, uh, I mean, that makes a lot of sense for me because I notice. I, I mean, my Delta 8, I feel like lasts a lot longer, my flower, <laughs> it seems for whatever mm-hmm. reason, you know, I, it's something I've noticed, which is interesting. And, and, and I think this is, um, well, maybe because it's sprayed, I don't know. Like it's a preservative, <laughs> right? But uh, uh, so just this brings up questions, obviously, when we talk about like how we actually extract it, right? How we get it, the safety of of Delta Eight. Um, yeah. You know, I, I it's coming from the natural cannabis sativa plant, hemp plant. Uh, but what what are your thoughts on that, Chip? Safety yeah. So yeah, definitely. It is. I think it is completely safe. It's completely. Uh, safe to use Mm. completely safe for consumption things like that um you know i think probably this is coming around uh because we had such a boom in hemp and and we've had a lot of it just kind of that wasn't able to be used so um uh you know i I know there was some kind of issues with hemp farmers where they grew a bunch of it they got all these licenses to grow is this huge explosion in hemp um growth and then we didn't have any way to kind of process it. So there was no, so the farmers were doing great because, oh, we're growing, but then we get our yield and it's like, well, now what do we do with it? We have to process it either in the textiles like we've kind of talked about in the past, uh, clothing or for medicine. Um, so you, if you have a lot of it, you can, you have naturally occurring Delta ATHC in these hemp flower. So you can extract it. You can also extract that, that Delta 9 THC that's in there. And you can, you can kind of, uh, split those out mm. um, and constant, super concentrate them uh, because you're able to kind of split out the cannabinoids um, to their individual form. 
And then if you have the Delta 9 that's been sitting around for a little while, some of it's going to convert over to Delta 8, and you're able to kind of super concentrate that as well. Whoa. That's Bill's like Bill Nye the Science Guy stuff. <laughs> Whoa. But yeah, so I think it's, you know, I think it's definitely safe. I think it is definitely safe. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, you know, again, we, we've talked about this in the past. It's always important to know where you're getting your product from. So yeah. uh, finding the COA for the particular product that you're using, um, that analysis is going to show the chemical composition. And when you look at it, you're going to see all of the cannabinoids on there. And depending on how concentrated they are in that flower, sometimes you'll have a, re a really high yield. Sometimes you might not. Um but even yeah. if you don't have a high yield, it's still there, right? It's still, it's still, it's still in the in the flower. It's still in that oil that's been extracted. And so, if you can kind of combine some things together, then you have a higher yield. You can maybe split that out a little bit and and kind of mix your products together. Mm. I, I actually, there's a place around here, a hemp store, that uh, they were able to figure. They, they it sounds like they just took a bunch of hemp, extracted a lot of delta nine, and then they packaged it up in a way that is over 25 milligrams, right? Or something like that. Mm -hmm. So like overall, each gummy has less than uh, the 0.3%, but they're so concentrated with all this other mass that they can have, you know, six milligrams of THC in the gummy that you're ingesting. Right. So it's like, it's, it's kind of exactly like, right. yeah. yeah. So it's kind of interesting how, you know, people have kind of thought their ways are, you know, hemp, hemp has, uh, it, it's allowed cannabis, you know, innovators and entrepreneurs, really everybody in the industry, to figure out ways, you know, to to really extract and use the plant in the best way. I think it's been cool to right. see um, yeah. all kinds of different uses. Jack, did you have any other questions? I, I know that uh, you had. A, I thought maybe you had uh, one more that you were thinking you wanted to ask. I wasn't sure. No worries if not. Um, on a question. Well, I had the I had the first ones, but uh, I'm trying to see. Okay, so. What if any medical uses are there? So I imagine it's like just like just like THC, but is there yeah. any like medical? Uh, yeah. So there are some some medical kind of benefits of delta eight. Um, so you know, like we've kind of talked about, it's very similar to delta nine, but because yeah. it is chemically different, you're gonna have different effects. So it's actually a little bit better uh, for. Uh, as an anti-emetic, which is like hot and nausea. So for preventing nausea, um, or uh, it can also be a little bit stronger uh, of uh, like for uh, treating anxiety too, mm -hmm. um, um, or as, as a, a pain relief. Um, so you can get some still kind of pain relief from it. Um, you can still get the anti kind of nausea effects from it um, and those anti-anxiety effects from it. And it's, and because it's, uh, not quite as strong as Delta 9, those intoxicating effects, that high is not quite as intense as with Delta 9, uh, which means you, you can really take it for these reasons and not have to uh, be so worried about, oh, do I, you know, what I have kind of going on today? Can I, yeah. can I take yeah. some Delta 8 and get some relief from, from pain or if I'm feeling nauseous um, and, and, and still be able to kind of function about your, you know, kind of normal day-to-day -day activities without being, you know, too stoned or too out of it. So coach. <laughs> I, I think that that is like such a big point. I, I, I love Delta eight for that reason, actually, because it's, it's, uh, during the week, 
it's just like a, like I I don't think I really use much delta nine. Honestly, the only time I ever have delta nine, I mean a little bit maybe if it's point less than point three percent in one of those. Um, but like when I have the Columbia Care tablets, I'll have mm-hmm. like a little delta nine in there. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like I'll I'll do uh like I'll use the delta eight vapes during the week because. They just, you know, if I'm using like a nice sativa, it's going to get me going, but it's not going to like make me super wired and like baked afterwards where I can't function and fried, you know, all that stuff. Um, right. And I, I also like saving the Delta 9 for maybe later at night or like on the weekends, you know, and, and so it, you're right about that. The difference in how like Delta 8 will keep you in this place of like, all right, I got to, you know, work with the kids and do X, Y, and Z. And I got to, you know, have a presentation later and you can still, it's almost like an intermediate Delta 9 and CBD. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was kind of looking, looking at this, uh, you know, kind of reading about it and doing some research, I found a pretty cool study from 1995. So ah, good um, year. there's a lot of really good uh, actual medical, clinical kind of studies and data that have been, been done in Israel for, for a long, long time. Mm, cool. um, Israel is kind of one of the front runners as far as the medical research on cannabis because it wasn't as – it was it was illegal for recreational use there, but for medical kind of studies, uh, they were able to use it. So uh, whereas in like the U.S., um, medical research has always been uh, prevented because it's been so illegal. So you haven't been able to kind of do it. Mm. Um, Dr. Uh, Raphael, I'm going to butcher his last name, but it's uh, <laughs> Makalem, I believe is how you pronounce it. So Raphael yeah. Makalem, um, he has been one of the front runners of uh, research. I think he was the one that first actually isolated the chemical structure of THC uh, in like the 60s. Um, but he studied using Delta-8 for treating children who are, were being uh, going under treatment for, for cancer mm-hmm. um, wow. and the uh, kind of chemotherapy drugs causing nausea and vomiting and things like that. And Delta-8 actually worked um, uh they had a lot better results with treating it and the mm. children kind of still being able to kind of function uh, using Delta eight than they did with Delta nine or nothing at all. So, yeah, I think I, I did it. I, I remember reading that study, I believe too. Yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah. Cause you could use Delta eight cause it's a little bit softer than Delta nine. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you sense. have better anti-nausea effects, but uh, you know, and you, you don't have that kind of, you know, you're not super stoned. So yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. And and just to talk about like the legalities of it and everything, is it a controlled substance? It's not. It's not on that list, right? Or is it on the list? So it's not on the list specifically. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not specifically mentioned. Uh, mm. But what the what the controlled substance kind of list says, um, it's uh, it it lists all tetrahydrocannabinols, which is kind of the whole family. Um, mm. And then it starts to kind of break it down: delta nine. Uh, it, it, uh, CBD was on there, but it's kind of been removed. Um, and there's a few others, but, uh, it, it, it kind of says all tetrahydrocannabinols, which this would fall in there, but it doesn't specifically mention this one. So, yeah. um, you know, I think you could kind of go either way there, uh, where it does list some specific derivatives of THC and some specific kind of compounds of THC, but Delta is not on there. So um, that, so I that's, think that's a great area. Is, that that's what so. the fight is all about. Because like because anything under 03 percent, you know, T, Delta nine THC is is supposed to be like federally legal, right? Mm-hmm. But right. then they're also saying that on the controlled substance list is that entire family of THC, including I guess TCHB, or mm-hmm. uh, right? Yep. Um, yep. 
THCV, and then, uh, THCV, and then yep. uh, Delta 9, Delta 10, Delta 8, all these other deltas that are on there, I guess. They would all be considered illegal if that is the way it's interpreted, but they're not specifically named, right? It, that's Exactly. Just, it's like everything yep, else correct. in cannabis. There's just like no, like, you know, like I guess a medical dispensary, I mean, technically in mm-hmm. New York can get shut down if they, like if the feds really wanted to based on the fact that yeah. it's, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically I mean, not, we could be, uh, yeah. the federal government can come here at any time and um, kind of, you know, uh, kind of shut down, you know, the DEA yeah. could come in here. Um, yeah. uh, so, that's wild. Um, you know, I think I know there was at one time, uh, I don't know if the protection is still there. There was kind of uh, the um, Judiciary Committee in the Senate, I believe. Uh, you know, don't call me on that, but um, <laughs> had a provision in there that they said the federal government wasn't going to put any money towards kind of that's, uh, that's right. going after states or states rights yeah. and things like that. If they wanted to, to kind of have cannabis um, yeah. medical or even adult use kind of so but i think technically they could so yeah yeah uh, that's it yeah that's it they technically could but they they were like we're just going to turn a blind eye because we kind of know that like everyone jaywalks too right like it's it's kind of like what it comes down to i feel like so um all right that's no that makes sense so that actually kind of clears a lot up for me thank you chip for that um and intoxication uh we know we've gone over this a little bit um, I have my opinions. Uh, I don't know. I know you said a few things on this. I don't know if you had more that you wanted to talk about as well. Uh, but I'd love to maybe that along with like, you know, different forms, like how like vaping or edibles can compare all, any of that stuff, you know, that you would like. Yeah. To yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think the key takeaway is definitely, yes, it, it, it is intoxicating. Yeah. So you always, <laughs> uh, want to use caution. So, you want to understand your limits, understand your tolerances. Um, I think, you know, I've listened to a lot of, of uh, other um, uh, kind of podcasts you guys have done. And you guys, I think, do a great job talking about that, knowing your limits and knowing what your yeah. dosages are, knowing what your is good for you and you and your body and, and things like that. So I think that's uh, really important to know that, yes, it can be intoxicating. So you want to be very cautious, especially if you're first starting it, especially if you have um, really important things to do. You know, you shouldn't take it and drive. You shouldn't, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, be careful taking it and going to work, all those types of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I did find it, um, some comparisons between Delta eight and Delta nine kind of THC. And, and, um, I think the kind of general consensus is that Delta eight is about a third less intoxicating than mm. Delta nine, but, mm. but you do still have that ability to, to, to get high from it. And, and be impaired. Yeah. Um, yep. So, uh, but, Sounds right. um, it's not as strong. So, uh, you know, you might be able to weigh those kind of risks versus benefits. And if you benefit more from, from it, um, uh, then, then the risks that, that are kind of there, um, you know, I think that's, that's a decision that people kind of need to make for themselves, but with the understanding yep. that you, you know, there, there can still be impairment and, and you, you can um, have some consequences from that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, as far as dosage form, yeah, from everything I see, I mean, there's really everything from the raw kind of flour itself, which um, it's not super concentrated in the flour. So sometimes yeah. uh, it might be kind of like sprayed onto like a hemp flour, uh, kind of maybe dipped in there or something like that. Um, as some, you're adding oil to the actual flour just to help concentrate the amount that's on there. But, you know, you can have your concentrate, your vapes, your, um, your tinctures, your edibles, all those types of things, nice. bath bombs, which 
Uh, I, you know, I personally I tried a, a Delta eight bath bomb and I didn't feel much from it. I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping it was going to work out. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, Sounds maybe, relaxing. I'll, I'll pick up a vape sometime and try it out and just to see how I kind of, you know, feel. And I think personal experience speaks a lot louder than mm-hmm. uh, being able yeah. to read a, you know, you know, read something that somebody else has said. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I mean, I'll say like when I vape the Delta eight, I mean, it's, it's definitely not as intense, but like, it depends on the hit size and, you know, the, the, the temperature and all that stuff, too. And so, like, you can get pretty, like, like good, like, like stronger, I guess you should say, hits mm-hmm. out of it. Um, the other thing I'll say is, is uh, but, but it'll never be, like, an intoxication that you can get out of Delta 9. Like, it just won't. Yeah. Like, I, I noticed that. Um, the other thing with edibles, um, I mean, I could take a, I can take a, you know, 10 to 20 milligram THC edible and, and feel that, right? Yeah. right. Uh, Delta 8. I mean, I've done this before. I've taken, I, I've just tried it on the weekend. We didn't have any plans. I took a hundred milligrams, you know, I, I took like 25 and then I took a 50, you know, one day. And then I just like, <laughs> let me just try this. And honestly, it was cool. Like I, I like, I did yeah. not like, I would never try that with Delta nine. I think it would just yeah. be my jam, <laughs> right? But like the wow. fact that it was Delta eight, like I was like, and I did, you know, and it says on the pack, like take one for a good time. And it was 50 milligrams. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And I tried it and it was cool. And I'm like, let me try another one. I got nothing else going on like an hour later. And, and it was a hundred milligrams. Mm-hmm. Now that is me. Right. And, and yeah. I would not recommend I would not recommend anybody doing that off the bat. I definitely they say on the package, try it. the You know, if you're just trying it for the first time, you know, your limits, like you said, yeah. uh, right. just the limits and, and go with that. But I, I will say from my personal experience, um, you know, I, I purposely went all in on Delta eight to try and see what the difference was and, and yeah. I did not get close to it like i was super functional the entire day yeah mm-hmm. it's very yeah. light-hearted functional it's kind of like a little sativa effect but it, it did not feel like 100 milligrams of delta 9 <laughs> that's right sure. yeah, yeah 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 so i mean which is really great i mean that's you know i think yeah. that's a great use for it right there so you're getting yeah. some really great benefits from it um yeah. uh and and you know being able to take it and not be, not be yeah. too out of it though. so I, I yeah i mean sick. 50 milligram dose of yeah, dude, I'd stick with one, yeah. like, but I just wanted to try two to be like, let me just test the limits here. And I didn't expect yeah. to die or anything. Right. So it was like, yeah. And it was, it was cool. I kind of expected exactly what happened. So it was, it was just good to know that, that there's a, actually a difference. It's cool to see. Yeah. That. So, yeah, yeah. 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 That is really, and personal experience is, uh, yeah. the best way to know. So mm-hmm. that's really great. Yeah. Cool. Hands down. Yeah. And different, uh, and, and just like, um, we talked about like dosage forms, like, like uh, vapes, edibles, right um tinctures you had the bath bomb uh delta eight i'm finding comes in like everything like it's yeah. like anything that you can find with delta nine mm. you can find with delta eight it seems to uh you can dab with it i mean you can i don't know if there's anything else that's interesting that you you've come across but i mean i just see a ton of it out there now now that you can yeah you know i think now that we're kind of talking about this it'd be kind of interesting to see because you know if you take uh like a lot of delta 9 thc and you have some cbd mixed with it that that'll yeah. kind of help uh bring down the intoxication a little bit too mm. um yep. i would be kind of interested to see if you if we have like a you know a delta 8 to delta 9 kind of one to one mixture or mm. something like that like what is oh, yeah. what how is that going to be like what are you going to you know how's that going to kind of make you feel and stuff like that well, I will tell you uh, from personal experience, I have vaped a uh, a, a a two to one ratio uh, of, mm-hmm. of delta eight, and uh, yeah. and uh, what is it? It's delta eight and CBD. So um, it's it's yeah. a focus blend. So uh, it's a really really nice high delta eight THC ratio that 
um, just yeah, it does exactly it, it. That's why I like using it because it gives me that nice CBD like calm. But like it, you know, yeah. I feel the body and like I'm sitting in my chair for a while. It's like loose and it gives me the terpenes that help me focus. You know, like all the and the linalool is in there too to help relax a little yeah, bit too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really it, it, th- these exist, man. And I just uh, I've been checking them out too. Um, I don't know how much longer we'll be able to buy them for offline, but hopefully local stores. I know they're always going to be able to sell them as of now, depending on where you live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff. you know, and, and who knows what the future is going to hold, you know, the next couple of years, uh, maybe uh, the federal government gets with all the, you know, the rest of the states and, yeah. uh, you know, Virginia just, uh, you know, yeah. is going to go full adult use in 2024. Um, so New York, New York is super close. Yeah. Um, you know, awesome. several other New Jersey, uh, you know, got it, the law signed and things like that. So um, obviously everywhere on the West coast and, and, uh, some of your Midwest States like Missouri has a medical program, Illinois, yeah. full adult use. Um, so I think, you know, there's a lot of possibility where yeah. we might see a lot of these interesting new things kind of coming out, but, um, places will actually be able to, to really dive into everything in the plant because the, the legality issues will kind of go away. Um, if it becomes yeah. a, a legal kind of regulated type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I, that'll be and I, I feel like we're right on the verge because so many like you said, so many states are starting to pop and the government now is ta- has been talking recently more again now that we have, you know, people in Congress that are pushing for it, it seems a little bit more. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, momentum is there. And I think I, what I love about Delta eight so far is that um you know, it's, it's, I, I want to see COAs. I want it. I only buy from places that have it and, mm-hmm. and to have right. like, you know, the, and I, what I do is I look at the COA and then I look at the company and I look at the person that certified it. And then I go on LinkedIn and I check them out and I make sure yeah. they're a <laughs> so, detective over so, here. If they're willing to, yeah. If they're willing to put <laughs> yeah. the stamp of approval on it, then I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. Like that's, that's your reputation, right. As a scientist. So, um, so I do that and, and I find, you know, these places and, and, you know, that's, that's kind of been like, companies don't want to put out bad products and 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 have people like get sick right so Mm -hmm. so it's been i don't want to say unregulated but the government hasn't haven't had their hands on it really recently and guess what there have been no deaths like from these Mm -hmm. things that i've seen so far and and no like complications um i would love for there to be more regulation but i think what we're showing is that with delta 8 unregulated use people are cool right like yeah (laughs) No one's yeah. like, you know, going like crazy or anything like that. And it's not the carts we're talking about from last summer that had all the issues that people were actually dying from. Not that at all. Like real COA certified, you know, like like concentrates and forms. So I think um, and flowers really. So I think um, I, I, I think that Delta 8 has just been a great way for also people to just be like, all right, well, this has happened recently and everyone's cool. So why don't we just, you know, open up the whole thing, you know? And, yeah. And, yeah, that's kind of my take on it, Ben, so far, I think. But, you know, that's – I obviously am biased, so <laughs> everyone on the show is, you know. Yeah, we, but, we definitely look at it from a different perspective than some other yeah. people for sure. So uh, um, yeah. I saw, yeah, I think, you know, just not to get too far off topic, South Carolina had a – there's a story that got – the police came in and they took all the Delta 8 THC off the shelves recently. Yep. And I don't know if you saw this or not. And uh, the, the cops just said um, – you know, it was, it has too high of THC and they just, they, you know, these people just don't know, like, like Delta right. A is, I, I believe in South Carolina, you can actually sell it. Right. And that's yeah. what the owner was saying. He's like, no, this is legal. And so there's yeah. a big argument about that. And so it's just, this education is huge and that's all we try to do. Yeah. And, uh, that's why we try and show like, uh, you can use cannabis and be, 
you know, productive at the same time, just like anything, just like alcohol, just like coffee, just like anything we use, NyQuil, right? We don't want to take too much or too little. Like we want to use it in the right way. That's, that's going to help us. So that's all it no, is. You're- you're exactly right. I mean, it, yeah. it, the stigma is, is terrible against yeah. Uh, yeah. against cannabis in general. In, in general, yeah. so you know, um, you have terms like functioning alcoholic, right? Like, so that's a term <laughs> yeah. that people use. It's like, oh, you yeah. go to work and you're fine, but then you go home and you you drink twenty, you know, whatever it is, and and yeah. and everybody's fine with that. But the idea of somebody who's like, oh, I use cannabis in my my day to day life, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, like oh that you must be you know, whatever. So, um, you know, I think, I think getting rid of this whole stigma that, that, yeah. you know, it, this is not, this is something, this is a, this is a tool, uh, to really help people. So yeah, yeah it's a medicine in most places. And I think most people are using it for medicine, but like, yeah, never said that medicine can't be fun at the same time. So <laughs> yep. like, you know, you, you have all yep. of these, these great things about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, um, just getting, getting that stigma and getting people to understand that this is, this is stuff that adds that that is really impactful to to people's lives. So even you know thinking about a store owner, like they might not be using it, uh, but they're this is a business to them. So this is yeah. how they're feeding themselves and feeding their families and yep. and things like that. It's it's an important it's an important business to that person. So right um, and helping people feel better, right? Like they're they're right. they're, they're helping they're feed they're feeding their family. And doing it in a way that's also helping people with their ailments, feeling better, anxiety, and ailments as, as little as daily stressors and anxieties that turn later on into bigger problems, right? Right. But like right. That, that's that's what you're talking about. Like, like I, I think it's a huge concept not to just think of this stuff as 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 medicine, but to think of it as you know, obviously, just um, how can we use it to help us be productive and preventative and all these things and just optimize our daily activities. That's everything. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. And- uh, safety is obviously a, a big issue. You, know, yeah. you don't want people uh, getting behind the wheel and driving if they're intoxicated. So, I mean, I know I understand kind of that other side of it, but mm-hmm. like uh, there's definitely, definitely things that you can do and still be safe and it's okay. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, I think, and I think you're right, like education, understanding more and more about the plants and the way they can be used and what's in it and what those things actually mean and uh, is, is super important. So, um, yeah. It just would have been so cool if the police would have walked in and they could have checked the carts out and been like, oh, this is hemp. Don't worry about it. You guys are good. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yep, <laughs> like yeah, that level yeah. of education would be amazing. Right. Where like you, they don't feel like they have to, you know, and, and letting them know and, and, you know, that 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 this stuff. I know you guys have been going after it for, you know, for years, but yeah. you, you, you don't have to. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah. Yeah, so it's just it, it's um, not the eighties. It's not the eighties anymore. So exactly. uh, Nancy Reagan's war on drugs should should end now. So <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, the world's exactly. changing though on a positive note. Like it is getting yeah. more lenient towards like a lot of these things. Thank goodness. Like we were saying earlier, like, mm-hmm. Virginia and all these states. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, when that stigma is smashed and people are cool about using cannabis casually, and it's you know the men see it as a medical. Uh, benefit, I think that, uh, you know, it's coming. So, well, yeah. like I said, the goal of this show always is to hope that one day that everything we talk about is completely insignificant to the masses. <laughs> like, right. Like yeah. if everyone already knows everything mm-hmm. we're talking about, like no one's gonna, no one's gonna, you know, I don't know if there's benefits of water podcasts, right? Like maybe not a ton of them, right? <laughs> maybe there is. And I apologize if I, if I offended anybody out there, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's those are those are my thoughts. I that's my goal is make this insignificant, and once it is, then the world is a better place because of that. Because we're all using Agreed. it. Agreed. Way we yeah. need, right? So, right. Absolutely. But uh, 
Chip, I got to thank you so much, as always, for coming on and being our, our trusty uh, expert here from uh, the awesome, awesome experts at Columbia Care. Uh, any of you guys out there that um, mm-hmm. that that have that have a Columbia Care in your area and you have uh, you know medical uh, programs, or you can jump into one of their dispensaries and check them out. And even I, I know they have the hemp products now that uh, everybody can jump in and check out. Um, absolutely, we always say in the show, absolutely quality, absolute quality you're going to be getting from Columbia Care. Uh, just everything you guys do over there, Chip, is just fantastic work and and that only pushes uh you know this this initiative that we're trying Mm -hmm. to do here and just getting cannabis out there in a very sustainable and optimal way for everyone's lives um so thank you chip for as always coming on about delta eight today too so you're very welcome it's very it was uh you know again like i said in the beginning i had a lot of fun reading about this and finding out more because i didn't know much about it too so it was really cool uh and if, if you don't mind if i can uh yeah. One last thing. So yeah. I'm doing yes. a, uh, a live Zoom uh, kind of webinar about all about the endocannabinoid system, uh, all about uh, uh, kind of how our bodies interact. Also, just kind of uh, medical marijuana in general, maybe specifically awesome. more for the New York State program uh, with awesome. a uh, licensed prescriber here in the state uh, coming up in a couple weeks cool. uh, on April 13th. I think it's uh, that, that, a Tuesday. I think that's the correct date. Mm. But um uh, it's free for anyone. Uh, I can send you guys the information if uh, yeah, any of your please. listeners were are interested in kind of signing up for it. Um, yep. Put on the show uh, notes. And, and, you know, free and jump on and, and there'll be a, a kind of a live Q&A session there yeah. towards the end too. So I can ask any questions um, that you would like to. Yeah, we'll definitely awesome. put that in the show notes. That's That'd be perfect for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Chip. Yeah, we'll absolutely put those in the show notes. Yeah. Jack, uh, do you want to go over where people can is it, find us and all that good stuff. Chip, is, is there any? You want to say? Yeah, you know, is there any any uh, anything any shout outs you want to give like Instagram handles, anything like that, or any other events? Yeah. Um, not really any events right now. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, you know uh, we. Uh, I think uh, you know I have my personal account. And <laughs> I don't really promote anything on there. So, um, but uh, you know, I think if, if people are interested, they love to to follow Columbia Care. Yeah. It's a, um, a yep. kind of a company account. We also have a state account for most of the states that we operate in. We operate uh, right now in 14 states across the country. Wow. Um, just got a couple new licenses upcoming. Utah, uh, we got licensed in Virginia, awesome. things like that. So, um, nice. uh, you know, you know, find us on Instagram um, and uh, you can even go to our website and sign up for our kind of uh, email newsletter or um, where we send out specials and promotions and things like that, or um, even uh, 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 sign up to uh, receive text message alerts and things like that. Of, if you're a medical patient uh, or even in other states, uh, if you kind of want to find new information that's kind of coming out, you can find all that from our website, which is a cold-care.com. Cool. Awesome. Put that in the show notes too. Awesome, guys. And you can find us uh, on our website, thecannabisc.com. Uh, Gmail us if you guys have any questions, uh, thecannabisc at gmail.com. Instagram, thecannabisc. Uh, Facebook, thecannabisc. And YouTube, the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. So, yeah. And then uh, also, what else, what else, we got the... Um, uh, we have our this the group on Revelant. It's called uh, the Cannabis Connoisseur. We're we're uh, we're there too. Um, all that will be in the show notes. So we appreciate you guys. Keep rocking on. And yeah, thanks, Chip. We appreciate you too. Thank thanks, you again. Chip. Cool. See you, everybody. Rock out. Woo! Thanks for listening to today's show. 
To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one talk at a time.